Welcome to my Secret Place Devotion with Oyeks Alfred. The Word of God is alive and equipped to change your life. Good morning. Ephesians 3.18 says that we should, you know, be able to understand how wide, how long, how high and how deep God's love for us is. Father, thank you so much. Lord, it is difficult to understand how you just love us so much. But Father, I ask that you give us a revelation of the depth of your love because this will give us confidence to function today and beyond. In Jesus' name, amen. If you study the ministry of Jesus very closely, one of the things you will notice is that he had different groups of people and he ministered to them very differently. He did not treat every group the same way. He did not have the same message for all the groups and he did not spend the same amount of time with each group. He gave certain groups more priority than other groups. He spent more time with some groups than other groups and the reason is because there are different types of relationship a person can have with God. But let's take a look at the five core different groups that Jesus had to deal with or minister to. The first group are the multitude. Now these are the crowds that came to hear him preach and that's all they were. They were simply the multitude. If you read your Bible in the book of Matthew 5 verse 1 he says and seeing the multitudes he went up into a mountain and when he sat there his disciples came unto him so you see they had the multitude these are the ones that basically came to hear him preach and you know to receive miracles and signs and wonders from him but then there was another group and these are the pharisees for the first group he will of course preach to them perform signs and wonders and all of that but then you have the second group and they are the pharisees these are the religious community who were jealous of him and they kept on trying to get him to do something wrong and in talking to these people jesus was very fierce with them was very hard with them he would say you whitewashed tombs who told you to flee from the rock to come you know he you know he said you're clean on the outside but inside your heart is very dirty that's how he spoke to them you know because they were jealous they were not coming to hear the word they were coming to find something to trap him with and you see jesus was you know pretty hard on them with his message but to the multitude you know he would perform signs and wonders miracles he would heal them he would go out of his way to show them love and compassion. The Bible tells us in Acts 10 38 that Jesus went about healing the sick and doing good. So that's what he did to the multitude. But then there was another group and these are the disciples. Now these disciples are those who were in his training school. They were learning the ways of God. They were learning to be like him. Even though Jesus didn't have like a proper formal education type thing but he did have a way of training and discipling people. So he had, apart from multitude, he had the disciples. Now from all all those disciples that Jesus had, Jesus had what is called the principal disciples and there were 12 of them. For the Bible tells us, Mark 3, 13, Jesus went up on a mountainside and called to him those he wanted and they came to him and he appointed 12 that they might be with him and that he might send them out. So of all the people that he called, the Bible says he appointed 12. Let's see it again in Luke chapter 6, verse 12 and 13. The Bible 
Bible says, one of those days, Jesus went out to the mountainside to pray and spend the night praying to God. When morning came, he called his disciples to him and chose 12 of them who he also designated to be apostles. So of all his disciples, Jesus picked 12 of those ones to be the principal disciples. And then beyond that, he had a fifth group and that is the core disciples. And that was Peter, James, and John. If you read your Bible, um, you'll find out that there were different degrees of disciples. There are many things he talked to Peter, James, and John. He didn't tell the other 12 disciples. Now that he told the whole group of disciples, let's read from John 6, 66. He said, from that time, many of his disciples went back and walked with him no more. Then Jesus said to the 12, do you also want to go away? So do you notice that Jesus had a lot of disciples, but he had this group called the 12. So those other disciples were in training, but when he got to the hard part. There are some messages that Jesus preached. They couldn't bear it. When he told them, you know, you have to eat my flesh and drink my blood, they were like, what kind of message is this? This is too hard. This cannot be normal. Bible said, those people, they decided to turn back. That was a group of disciples. But he now turned to the 12, meaning that there was a difference between the general disciples and these 12 men. So he turned to the 12 and said, do you people want to go as well? And they said, to who do we go? You are the one that has the words of this. Like, we know you are the Messiah and all of that. So you see the categorization. Why is this happening? It is because there are different qualities of relationships people have with the Lord. So a man can be a disciple of Jesus, but he will not be his confidant. There are things that Jesus... Jesus told Peter, James, and John. He didn't tell all his disciples. The reason is because these three men were Jesus' confidants. So you can be a child of God and not be a confidant of Jesus. You might be a servant of God and still not be a confidant of Jesus. You might even be a disciple of Jesus and still not be his confidant. Because we see that, you know, he had these 12 men. He was closer to the 12 than all the other disciples. But he was also closer to the three than the 12 disciples. The Bible tells us in Matthew chapter 7, verse 1, one, he said, now, six days after Jesus took Peter, James, and John and led them up to a high mountain by themselves, not with everybody. Now, in verse 9, the Bible says, and when they came down from the mountain, Jesus commanded them saying, tell the vision to no one until the Son of Man is risen from the dead. Meaning that there are things that Jesus did not tell everybody. There are people that he confines in, tells the deepest secrets. And even till today, Jesus still has confidence. There are people he tells things he doesn't tell everybody. If you read from verse 25 of Psalm, verse 14, the Bible says, The Lord confines in those who fear him. He makes his covenant known to them. The Lord does not confine in everybody. There are people that God tells his deep secrets to. The Bible says these are people that fear him. So being a confidant of the Lord is someone that God begins to reveal deep secrets of the kingdom, deep mysteries of the kingdom you know there are particular truth he will tell you and he'll tell you don't tell anybody yet or don't tell anybody at all if you read the book of john there are many times jesus will tell him he said this particular thing he says seal up the words of this book don't write it anywhere nobody's supposed to know about it so if nobody's supposed to know about it why are they telling apostle john if you read revelation chapter 10 verse 4 he says and when the seven thunders spoke i was about to write but i heard a voice from heaven say seal up what the seven thunders have said do not write it down. Why are they telling him not to write it down? Because that information was for him and not for everyone else. Why? John was a confidant of the Lord. Apostle John by church history were told, of course, he was told to deny Jesus. He obviously refused you know, because of how close. Remember, he was among, he was, 
those people, there was Peter, James, and John. He was among the three. And they told him to die. Jesus he refused. And they put him in a pot of boiling oil. He didn't die. They tried everything. He didn't die. They threw him in the Isle of Patmos who died. They let the wild beast consume him. And that was when he began to have revelations of the Lord. So why did he refuse to deny Jesus? Because he feared the Lord. If you want to be a confidant of God, it's beyond just being a child of God. It's beyond just being a disciple. It's beyond just being a servant of God. You have to step into the fear of the Lord. What is the fear of the Lord? The fear of the Lord is to depart from iniquity. Be conscious. If you fear God, you will not want to disobey him. If you fear God, his words will be sacred. If God says, don't lie, don't lie. Don't try to say, oh, the reason I like this is because of this or that. No, you're going to do your best to follow God. Fear God in your heart. Revere God in your heart. You know, there are people that do not reverence God at all. You see them in church. Worship is going on. The worship of Jesus Christ is going on. And they're on their phone, pressing their phone, sending WhatsApp, doing all sorts of funny things. They talk about the Lord anyhow. They just don't have any reverence and any fear for God. If you don't fear God, you can never be a confidant of God. Being a confidant of God or being a holder or knower of God's secret is a unique type of relationship that is not available to everyone. It's not available to children. It's not available to just anyone. It is available to those ones who live in the fear of God. Do you want to be the person that God will trust with sensitive information? Then start to fear God by obeying him and referencing his holy name. I think we've done a whole devotional on the fear of God. You can go back and, and listen to the teachings on the fear of God so that you know how to receive sensitive information from the Lord. God bless you. For other life-changing messages, you can now download the app Rev Oyik Speaks from Play Store for Android phone users or Apple Store for iOS users. You can also follow us on Instagram YouTube and Telegram, all on the handle Oyex Alfred. Lord, in your presence, all I can do. Draw me close.